Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Come on. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Donovan, all all indications were that you were going to play in game one. So I, I'm wondering, is there any fear that the same thing would happen for game two? No. Best, shortest answer of the avail yesterday, PK, right there. There will be no surprises before game two. Donovan says he's ready to go. And this time, he'll go. Well, as they say in my hood, he playing. He's clear no, no, to no, play. That's not Sandy, of course. They got to go way back. Oh, you got to go back to Pedro. No, 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 no. You got to go back to Jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been a different. Neighbor. Skipped right over Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that's back to Jersey. <laughs> he playing, and this is awesome. This is it. We love stories. This, this is, is a story. This is a phenomenal story. What the heck happened? Yeah, I'm Quinn. Gonna... Quinn and Donovan both talked, and I didn't get any closer to feel like I know what happened. There were plenty of good questions, well, but the answers... The medical people said no. Yeah. And then put Quinn Snyder up there, and he basically, in his own way, which I would agree with, sort of passed the buck. I'm not privy to the information. I'm focused. I'm coaching the team. If that's his, and he had nothing to do with it, they put him out there, and he ends up being the spokesman. As I said this morning, it reminded me of a a sticky situation like they would do with Bronco that one summer when they were going independent and training camp was underway. And every day, they didn't have the officials speak, the ones above him, so he was left to answer for it. And he's trying to coach a football team. It wasn't his job. And obviously he didn't like it because he took off that and he doubled his salary. Let's never forget that. Uh, And so sort of the same thing here with Quinn Snyder. And put him in the position of having to answer for it rather than people above him who probably don't want to answer for it either. <laughs> so, But it's a, it's a great story. It's not necessarily great for the Jazz, but a storyline because in my mind, when we can get to it this morning, this puts all sorts of pressure on the Jazz to win this series because if they don't win this series, and especially if they lose 4-3, they gave away a game at home. They answer for that. Yeah, they gave away a game at home. Yeah. And what... What happened? Who changed their mind? Or who gave new information? Or who was new to the process? Or what? Because it seemed all signed, sealed, and delivered. And Wait, Stevie Wonder? A little bit. That's a great song, by the way. All right. The other news of the day, which honestly I thought would have been the biggest news of the day on any other day. I thought whenever it came out on an off day, it would probably be the biggest news. Jordan Clarkson announced as the NBA's sixth man of the year. Joe Ingles finished second in the voting, and he gave Clarkson the award. Good for them. Seventh man of the year. Just give it to him right now. The seventh man? Yeah, that's what I said. They should have go junior high. Let's have trophies for everybody. And the 14th man of the year is... I don't really get into these awards, but if it's a big deal to them, I'm all for it. It's definitely a big deal to the fans. the, the the, The only award that matters to me is MVP of the finals. Even that, though, if you've got, if they give it to the wrong player, if two guys are great for a team, and they, you think they give it to the wrong guy, at that point, do you care? Are you so happy you're the the champion? That's the point. 
you are the champion. So what difference does it make? Yeah. That's the one there that signifies is. that your team accomplished the goal that every team is after. That's why. The individual award, so they, what are they going to go? Somebody who's a multi-trillionaire going to give them a free car? <laughs> there you go. Right. right. You've got a $200 million I mean, contract. I mean, the people who got so much money get all the free stuff. True story. Doesn't make any sense. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Middleton, top of the key. Bounce to Giannis. Winds up. Slams it. What a beautiful bounce pass by Chris Middleton. 84-55 bucks, 23 for Giannis. Monte Morris has it at the midcourt circle. Ball arena crowd to its feet. Five seconds to go. Jokic three. Highlights from a pair of games in the NBA that really weren't that competitive. Bucks won the early game 132 to 98. After going OT with the Heat, they beat them by 34. Antetokounmpo Campo had 31 points. It's a 2 0 series now, PK. And the Nuggets and Blazers, that seemed to be a 10 to 20 point game most of the uh, fourth quarter there. The, the Blazers would make a little run. And, you know, if you get within 12 with eight minutes to go and you got Damian Lillard, it could happen. But the Nuggets had just. Push lead right back to 20. Jokic was pulling his Dirk Nowitzki, just getting to the free throw line, hitting 17-footers, looking incredibly comfortable. So he finishes with 38. Lillard, who had 32 at the half, finished with 42. Nuggets win 128-109, and that series is 1-1. I think the Bucks are better than they were last year, so uh, I expect them to have more success. I love the fact they got Holiday. Now he's a kid from the Pac-12, UC Los Angeles, so I'm biased. I've been following him, watching him play for years. But I think he's better than what they had. I think he's better than Bledsoe, basically. And that's uh, the one big difference they swapped out. So I like him better than Bledsoe. So I think they're better. And Aaron Gordon getting on uh, Lillard in the second half. That was the difference maker, right? Aaron Gordon has a lot of size. He's very athletic. I Mm -hmm. don't think he has necessarily much pure traditional basketball skill like I, I don't think he has an offensive move that you can count on he's not a shooter by any stretch but he's all sorts of athletic he's got size agility quickness everything that goes into what we define as 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 athleticism so putting michael not mike but michael malone on uh by aaron putting aaron gordon on him i think it was a wise move and did you see that thing oh mike Last last weekend, the, the sideline gal called him Mike, and he said, "Michael." Yeah, all right, excuse, Michael, it is. Excuse me. How about how about how about I just call you the son of an NBA coach? No, don't do that. <laughs> call me Mike. <laughs> Not draw any attention to that. Three games tonight, and they are all pretty interesting here: Boston and Brooklyn. Can Brooklyn go up 2-0? Lakers and Suns at 8 o'clock. Those two games are on TNT. Are the Suns going to go up 2-0? Are the Lakers going to even this series up? And NBA TV gets the Mavericks and the Clippers at 8.30. So that'll be offset. Lakers game finishes, and then you have a chance to watch a focus. You're probably flipping back and forth. But focus on the last five or six minutes of that Clipper game as well after the Clippers lost the first game at home to Dallas. Oh, yeah, for sure. LA teams both going down 0-2. You got more uh, more confidence in one of them getting to 1-1 than the I'm other? Probably the Clippers. Uh, but I got to see about Chris Paul on his shoulder. Yeah. You know, he was basically a left-handed dribbler yesterday or Sunday. 
and they're talking about they're nervous. I was listening to some radio in Phoenix yesterday, and they're nervous about that. Uh, so, and, and plus, you know, Aiton uh, is like a box of chocolates, man. What's it going to be today? We know what it was yesterday, and it was spectacular, but what's it going to be today? Eight and five. And we're not sure what it's tomorrow. Eight and five? DeAndre, eight and five? See? Eight points, five boards. <laughs> Where'd you go? Why are you hating Aiton? Come on back. Don't be hating Aiton. I like it. Golden State Warriors general manager Bob Myers says he's pretty confident the franchise will be able to re-sign Steph Curry to a contract extension this summer. The deal Curry could be in line for could make him the first player in NBA history to sign two separate deals worth over $200 million. He signed a five-year, $201 million deal in 2017. He's in line for a four-year, $214 million extension this offseason. And then he'll get some free stuff, PK. A new car. He can buy a few car dealerships, I'm sure. These guys make enormous amounts of money, but he's a star of the highest level. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. What's going on, bro? Man, nothing much. I'm about to go meet up with my brother. What's happening with you? Man, look. You want to go to the Cowboys, Julio? Or you want to stay in Atlanta? Oh, man. Nah, I'm out of there, man. Ideally, where would you like to go? Right now, I'm just, yeah, I want to win. Okay. Dallas. We don't go to Dallas. If you go to, you ain't winning in Dallas, Julio. Nah, I, you already, I, man, listen, come on, man. You already know, I know. Listen, sure. listen. You know how people is, man, with all that going right. on with the, the picture? Yeah. yeah. And all that stuff like that. Okay. Man, I ain't never been on there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's good enough. Yeah. Julio, I'll talk to you later. Thanks for calling me back. We on air, but I appreciate you calling me, dog. That's Shannon Sharp on FS1's Undisputed Show. That's Julio Jones on the phone with him. And Julio Jones saying as far as Atlanta, well, he's out of there. Wide receiver drama. Do any other players at any other positions announce her out of there? On live TV well, on the phone. Players who've got stature, not somebody who's fighting to make a roster. Um, and there's Adams there for the Jets to Seattle a few years back. So, yeah. Uh, but you know, he's a premier guy, so he can say it. And it took a while to get to it, man. I kind of lost track there. My attention span started. I was looking to see, I look at to see that uh, how much money guys made for winning the U.S. Open uh, or I mean the PGA Phil made uh, 160000 so you get to the point already you lost me but I saw that yesterday he wants out so fine go out there's no guarantee anywhere you go this is the NFL any number of teams could win it you can't do it this is not like Kevin Durant oh, I'll go to the Warriors and then we'll win a title and then my mother will be on the court afterward acting like this is the impossible dream when it was just about guaranteed that it was going to happen. You were two to five favorites. <laughs> Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, in an appearance on Kenny Maine's final Sports Center, said the issues with the franchise are not due to the fact they drafted the former Aggie Jordan Love. More about an organizational philosophy that has gone awry. Quote, with my situation, look, it's never been about the draft pick, picking Jordan. I love Jordan. He's a great kid. We've had a lot of fun working together. Love the coaching staff, love my teammates, love the fan base in Green Bay. An incredible 16 years. It's just kind of about a philosophy and maybe forgetting that it is about people that make the thing go. It's about character. It's about culture. It's about doing things the right way. A lot of this was put in motion last year, and the wrench was just kind of thrown into it when I won MVP and played the way I played last year. This is just kind of, I think, a spill out of all of that. 
It's about the people. That's the most important thing. Green Bay's been about people. From Curly Lambeau being owner and founder to the 60s with Lombardi and Starr and those incredible names to the 90s with Holmgren, Favre, and the Minister of Defense. It's about people. What's he talking about? He hates the GM. Just get to the... He, he loved the coaching staff, so what's left? You hate the GM? You don't like the team president? I mean, the ownership, you can't really... It's not a traditional ownership there in Green Bay, so... Publicly the board company. of directors, you don't yeah. like him. What's left? I don't know. But he did it on Kenny Maine. They make a big deal of this Kenny Maine. Hey. I barely know who he is. Kenny's a national treasure. I, I can't even recall watching him. What, what's it? He just reads the teleprompter? Deadpan humor. Says quirky things. Yeah. Tackle football highlights coming up next, as if they ever showed flag football highlights. Uh, Former quarterback himself. I thought he was a receiver. Oh, he was a receiver. I'm, I'm I barely know who he is. Well, I read him. Right after <laughs> I, got, I mean, I'm, I'm aware of it, but... He made fun of other TV people. You would have enjoyed that. He's a, At the end of a package... His ESPN anchor dudes are sort yeah. of interchangeable, He does like to make fun of fellow media, though. He does all That's that. At the end of a piece, he say, Thanks, Bob. Thanks for doing your job. Bob who? Yeah, whoever. Just Bob. Maybe Bob Lee. I don't know. Any reporter. Any reporter who had any report from any playoff game anywhere or trade or hiring or firing. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for doing your job. And all these people are interchangeable. When I go, they have to get somebody else in here and turn on the radio the next day and away you go. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. And he hits a ball a ton to left field. It's a no-doubter up, up, and away out of here. The Marlins get three more on that swing. Eight to two, Marlins. Swing and a drive to the gap in right center, and this is going to get down and may score them both. A Rosarina walks home. Loud a third. He's going to be waved home. On his way to third is Margot. It's a two-run triple, and the Rays have built up a 13-7 lead here in the 11th. Tampa Bay Rays going to win 14-8. They beat the Toronto Blue Jays. Tampa's won 11 in a row. I watched that yesterday. He was on uh, the network. They are the first American League team to 30 wins. Best record in baseball, don't they? Half game behind the Padres. They're 30-19, and and the Padres are 30-18. and Yeah. The Rays aren't going away, PK. Very impressive. You know, that's, that's the idea of the old statement that organizations win titles. Yes. They do. The players do, too. You need them both. But you need to have your great management. And apparently they've got it, man. They traded Snell, and they're still rolling. Good for them. They play in a crappy stadium, don't get good attendance. They are the Oakland A's East, except they've had a little more postseason success than the Athletics. Yeah, but I think they're worse uh, as far as the stadium and all. Yeah, the stadium's just a dump. And at least the A's. I mean, they, they've been there longer. So Yep. A's have been doing it longer. But the Rays are doing it in a difficult division with the Yankees and Red Sox and all the money and glamour and tradition. Yeah, but they don't cheat. The, the, the A's got to overcome cheaters. Good point. <laughs> Start banging on those trash can lids. Oh, uh, you also heard in there uh, Marlins, right? Adam Duvall had a three-run homer to lead Miami to a 9-6 to win over the Phillies. The Marlins getting within a game of 500. Padres' nine-game win streak is over. The homestand ended. The win streak ended right away. They go on the road, and Milwaukee beats them 5-3. to three. Milwaukee is their kryptonite. 
Did Milwaukee sweep them earlier this year? The Brew they Crew. They did. Yeah. Brew Crew pick up a game with only two behind the Cardinals who lost 5-1 uh, to one to the White Sox. Oh, Tony Russo beating his old club. Getting that W. B scores seven times in the sixth inning. And they beat Las Vegas 8-5. Series final tonight at 8 o'clock. Steve Klauke with a call right here on the Zone Sports Network. What is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Wait a second. What do you got? 70 years ago today, something happened. That's historic in baseball. May 25th, 1951. 70 years ago today. Did the Say Hey Kid debut? It did. Hello, Willie Mays. Yeah. The greatest of them all. 70 years ago today. And I think he started out like one for 30 or something. He, I think he sucked right off the bat, and he, he questioned whether he could play at that level. They sent him back down? I think they did, yeah. yeah. And then he came back. and Of course, I think that was the year that he was on deck and Thompson hit the home run. Was that the same? Yes. I think it was the same year, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Willie was on deck, but yeah. 70 years ago today. Wow. He ended up being the rookie of the year. He was good. <laughs> Thanks, VK. Breaking news here. <laughs> Willie Mays was good. That'll do it for today. Coming up, jazz analyst for the AT&T Sportsnet, Mike Smith joins us at 8.30. Evan Barnes, Memphis Grizzlies B-Rider for the Commercial Appeal at 9 o'clock. More on the jazz coming up next. Your reaction, Donovan Mitchell meeting with the media. Quinn Snyder meeting with the media. What do you make of all of this? We will get to that next. Stay with us. Number one. The Zone Sports Network is Utah's number one choice for sports radio in Utah. From DJ and PK to Hanson Scotty and the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, the Zone continues to dominate the competition. Thank you to all of you that continue to make the Zone Sports Network Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports station. Your home for the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about is right here. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's time now for Odd Takes or Toast. Brought to you by Jerry Seiner Cadillac. Check out the bold new lineup at Jerry Seiner Cadillac. It's definitely not your grandpa's Cadillac. Question of the day. Donovan Mitchell, what else would it be, right? Donovan Mitchell steadfastly believes he could have played in Game 1. Jazz Brass decide otherwise. He now says he's good to go for Game 2. What do you make of all of this? Tyler says, was two more days going to do something that five weeks couldn't do? I doubt it. Training slash medical staff need to get the crap together. How do you miscommunicate something like this to an all-star? Right or wrong, the whole situation was an embarrassment to the Jazz organization. Unless they win a series. Ah! Have you read all these replies already? No. (laughs) But conversely, if they lose a series, then it becomes an even bigger issue than it is today. Uh, That's what Tony posted. Tony says, it's a non-issue if the Jazz win the series. Right. It's a big deal if they lose. (laughs) There's a lot of truth to it. There it is. Tony nails it. Yeah, I think they'll win the series. Yeah, if they win it and... And five, and or even six, and have a couple days off, and get ready for or the next series. Seven. It becomes a footnote. 
winning solves everything or most things anyway. So uh, go out and win, and it doesn't much matter. Lose, then man, we'll remember this for a long time to come. The number one seed losing, and your star player offensively since he's ready, he's game. ready to go. Yeah. And hours before, I don't know that anything uh, compares to this. I'm trying to think, and I don't have that memory to. I let things come and go in my brain. I try not to clog it up too much. Only when I'm on the golf course, uh, and so <laughs> you clog your brain up on the golf course. Yeah, I overthink everything. <laughs> Get about forty five thoughts running mm-hmm. through your head while you're trying to make a putt, because mm-hmm. yeah. that really makes it easier to make that six footer. Yeah, yeah. I, I overthink everything on on the golf course, and the friends that I play with are all nodding their heads right now. <laughs> and so, um, I don't have the memory for the other stuff. It doesn't concern me, so I let it go. You're better at this, but I don't know that I've ever heard anything that compares to this. Now, go ahead and win, and it doesn't much matter. Lose, particularly lose a seven game series, which I have a hard time believing that they would lose a seven game series because that would mean seven game seven obviously would be in this building, place would be electric. I just don't see them doing that. So I think in the end, it's going to be a learning experience, but it's not going to matter. It's sort of like this is the second year in a row that uh, drama has surrounded Donovan Mitchell. We had last year with the COVID and the unsalvageable, and he didn't like Rudy Gobert, blah, blah, blah. So we went through that drama, and we came out of it, and they both had banner seasons. They both represented the team in the All-Star game for the second consecutive year. Uh, They both... uh, Posted the best record in the NBA. Gobert chose to resign. Mitchell was a restricted dude, as I understand the rules, so uh, he didn't have as much leverage there. That that time will come. But they're still here, and they play well together. So all that drama went away. I suspect that this drama will go away, too. Because they win the series. Because winning fixes so many things. But if they don't... Then that's how we remember the series. People are going to have to answer for it. Yeah. Yeah. So it ups the pressure, and there's pressure on these guys, and I think there's pressure on the NBA. I've, I've said for years and years and years, when you hear people say a uh, team is playing with house money and they're loose and blah, blah, I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. So I don't believe that any team in the playoffs is loose and uh, we got nothing to lose. I think that's all bull crap. I think yeah, the teams that do have that, I think they get beat. They're not around at this point, and, and jobs are at stake, all sorts, generational money, is at stake. So much is at stake. At the pro level, I don't think there's... I, I've I, When the Jazz were picked by Frank Hughes, whoever the hell Frank Hughes is, and where has he gone, I have no idea. Uh, he picked him in one year to win nine games, and they won their tenth game, and somebody said, oh, they're playing with house money. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. <laughs> no one at this level. There's so much money involved and so much intensity that I. that's my own personal belief. If somebody else wants to think differently... So I don't care that Memphis is eight and they're loose and all that. None of that matters to me. That's all a bunch of excuses. That's all, what you're saying is your team didn't win. And that, that's what you're saying. My team didn't win when they were supposed to. And so now I'm coming up. It's the referees. It's, oh, they were loose and, and blah, blah, blah. All that stuff is your team didn't win. Because if your team wins and the other team is loose, great, they're loose. Who cares? So now they've got an opportunity to take care of this here starting tomorrow and then what is it Saturday Monday and yeah and so it's it's real important that they get this and I don't care what Memphis is doing and Memphis can have uh, guaranteed millions of dollars and don't have any pressure whatsoever for the rest of their lives doesn't matter you have to win and you got your guy back 
And now the pressure's on him to play well. And I believe, and I've stated this, by the time he's done wearing a GS uniform, that he will go down as one of the most clutch players, if not the most clutches, the clutchiest ever, to wear a GS uniform, at least since I've been here. The clutchiest. Yeah. Yeah, I think he has it. I do. It's a new word. I've not heard clutchiest before. I think he has that in him. Well, if he's got that in him, and you're not alone in thinking that, then the Jazz are going to be fine with the Grizzlies. I think they are. And this is all a footnote. That's interesting in the short term. Absolutely. nothing that I can compare it to. I mean, I told you... Uh, walking in the building, I had a guy, I, I know some people that, that work for the Lakers, and they are texting me last night, what's going on? This is crazy. We've never seen anything like it. And so I'm wondering, yeah, I said, yeah, it's just bizarre to me too, uh, you know, how, how it went out, and are we at odds? Do we have the medical people of Mitchell versus the medical people of the Jazz, and are they battling it out and blah, 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 blah? I said, I don't know the answer to any of those questions, man. Donovan was asked that, and he was impressed with the question that that reporting had been done. I think ESPN had it first. Yeah, but I think he also debunked it later in the interview. Yeah, he didn't think that it was the conflict between those two groups that drove this. Right. So. I think that was sarcastic when he said it was, so oh, that's impressive. The way I took it, that's not mm. true. That's impressive that they put that out there. Mm-hmm. So did someone get new information, or did someone change their mind? Because Donovan also debunked that he provided any new information. What do you mean? Well, if he had said, uh, hey, I was doing this and I, I felt something, or uh, oh, no, I no. landed on it wrong, there was nothing that would explain what, what would happen, except he said nothing like that happened, and he provided no new info on how he felt. Well, he gave his interview on Sunday after the practice. Yeah, he's ready to go. So... Unless he tripped falling off a curb right. or something. Right, if he steps off a curb wrong or... There would have been, there would have been no... Nothing physical that, that he would have That's done. why it was so surprising. Oh, for sure, yeah. Rick, I think the Jazz Brass didn't take game one seriously and thought they could win without Don. The Grizzlies shot the best they have all season. The Jazz the worst in the past three years. And Memphis barely won by three. I think it's going to be over in five games. The Jazz won't shoot that poorly again, and the Grizz won't shoot that great again. They're a young team and won't be able to sustain a healthy Jazz squad. Yeah, see, I don't think that the Jazz went in, oh, we don't need Mitchell, we got this. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, don't, I just don't think at this level you think you have anything <laughs> until you have it. So that would that would indicate some level of arrogance, uh, complacency. You know, you can have confidence, that's fine. But I think it's beyond the confidence. So I don't really think that they thought that. I don't think that was their thinking. So the thinking is more along the lines of, and this goes back to stuff to compare it to. I mean, there isn't anything perfect to compare it to, but... Calls have been made on other players. Are they healthy enough to go in the playoffs? Should they play through this? Grant Hill famously played through an ankle injury and then had ankle problems for a decade. I don't remember that at all. 
Oh, yeah. You brought that up 20 times already, but yeah. I don't remember it. <laughs> Tim Duncan sat with a knee problem, won four titles after that. I remember the Grand Hill thinks he was one of my favorite players growing up. I remember playing through it. I know he had injuries yeah, that sidelined him, but I don't remember a specific playoff game where Grant, he was you're going the, to play, you're not going to play. He was with the Pistons. Was, he yep. played through it. I don't yeah. remember that at all. And how, Memo, do we, how do we know that that exasperated it? Do you know that? Well, you don't have a parallel universe to prove that it would have been fine if he hadn't played on it then. I mean, maybe his ankle right. would have... so what's the point? There is nothing that compares to it, so why try to come up with comparisons to it? Mehmet Okur thought he could play through an Achilles injury, and he tore it completely. I mean, making a, making a health call on a player, what makes this unusual is the call had... We thought the call had been made, and he was in. Now, all kinds of indications he was going to go, and then suddenly he didn't. And they lost the game. Because if they'd won the game, it would have been a footnote. An ankle note, so to speak. Thank you. (laughs) Blair says none of this is going to matter if the Jazz don't play defense, especially protecting the key. Every Memphis and a few 90-year-old ladies were tearing up the paint in game one. That's the restricted area. Nobody calls it the key or the the paint. But see, the problem with the paint is oh, that... Oh, they break the paint. I mean, Quinn yeah, but, uses that expression. But sometimes it's not painted. Right? Not all arenas have that painted. No. Some have like a special lacquered finish on a so floor. So don't yeah. call it the paint. And don't call it the cup. I know everybody loves DB and she's the greatest. But when she calls it the cup, it just drives me nuts. It's not a cup. A cup has a bottom. How would you get the ball back? Yeah. They took the bottom out of the peach basket she's DB. very quickly. DB is the greatest. Well, as long as you know that. If DB was a man, I wonder how much uh, we would just be pumping her up. She is the greatest. There's no question about it. But, man, I get so sick of it. It's like, all right, we get it. You're progressive. You want that, and you pump that. We understand all that. But tone it down a little bit. It's an, an announcer is an announcer. But it's not the cup. Don't call it the pain either. Call it the key, the lane, the three-second area, the restricted area down below. They like jargon. Clearly. Leroy says, just go out and finish this series in five. Enough with the Ooh, drama. How about win game two? Finish in five? Speaking of arrogance. Tyson says, as long as Gobert is good to go, that's what's most important. He was good to go the other night, although he fouled out, so he wasn't good to go as much as he normally is because the fouls restricted him, which I think is just, they've got to change that rule. 25 minutes instead of 35. That's ridiculous. To have someone be disqualified from playing, you don't do that. You can't issue a penalty in baseball. I guess in your soccer you can do it, but nobody cares about that. Uh, Football. Unless you do something beyond committing a regular penalty, you don't get ejected or disqualified. Now, if you get into something else, you can commit 22 holding calls. You'll get benched. You don't get kicked out for misdemeanors is what you're saying. In any sport, you can get kicked out for the felony. You know, a couple flagrant fouls, you're out. Soccer, two yellow cards is the same as a red, and you're out. You get caught throwing a punch in a football game, they're going to kick you out. But not a common foul. Not a common foul. Right. I just think it's ridiculous. Baseball, you argue balls and strikes, he'll show you the door. Well, there's plenty of ways to get ejected, but yeah. But just common fouls, infractions that happened on the course of the game, 
So they had Gobert, but 25 minutes of Gobert is not enough. Needed 10 more. And then even though Derek Favors just played one heck of a ball game. Favors was good. Props to him, man. But he doesn't have that aura of invincibility that just scares people away. Right, exactly. You know, so they challenged him and he blocked a bunch of shots, but they kept coming and they got enough to win the game. Yeah. And he rebounded and he scored and yada, yada. Jonathan says, we're going to forget all about this by the Western Conference Finals. Well, I think that you can forget all about it in the first round. That's a great opportunity that they have is they can just bury this thing quickly. And it will just be a footnote. And I suspect they will. I would be surprised if they didn't. That's my stance right now. My stance hasn't changed at all regarding this series. Mm, At all? No. Now, it could change dramatically. Well, if you thought Jazz in four versus Jazz in five is a change, or maybe you picked them in five and now you think six. I never really picked them. I just okay. thought they would win the series. Well, I still think they're going to win the series. And I thought all the angst over game one. I mean, I get it. You know, you're, you're for fans who are into every game, it sucks when they lose a game. But I don't think it's going to change I the outcome picked, of the I series. Picked, I, mean, I didn't pick it, but in my mind I had five or six. Because I did say last Friday that I thought Memphis was more dangerous than the Warriors. You can go back and listen. Yes, you did say that. You yeah. don't have to. I can tell you. I yeah. know you heard that. But I thought that they were going to beat the Warriors or beat Memphis. Oh, for the Jazz perspective? Yeah, I thought they were going to win yeah. either one of those series. But They're, they're the better team. But the point I'm making is I thought that the Warrior, the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies were more, are more likely to take an extra so team. So I expected, game, right? yes, exactly. Right. So I expected sure. them to put up a representative fight for an eight seed versus number one. I never thought that this was going to be easy. I'm not sure that right now I think it's going to be harder than I thought Sunday. Mm. Now, if they lose tomorrow, then then it dramatically changes. Yes. But neither you or I believe they're going to lose tomorrow. I do not think they're going to lose tomorrow. No, I, I feel very confident that I they're going to I expect some type of Denver-like response. It doesn't matter to me. Denver came out, controlled that game, got the win. And it's still just 1-1. They've still got plenty of work to yeah. do. But that was a strong that, performance that, but that from Denver. that stuff doesn't matter. But you, uh, Winning by 30 doesn't... It doesn't, it you're doesn't. right. But don't you expect... I expect them to win. Yes. Uh, I would say comfortably. And is that 10, 15, 25? Right. I don't, I don't know. Well, we're saying the same and thing. And it doesn't really matter. It doesn't. But there is something about the confidence you get from playing well. Whatever margin that transfers to. I mean, we've talked about no, that forever. Margins sure. are, you know, a final score could be really misleading. But I hope this team isn't in the position where it needs confidence. To me, they ought to have it already. They can reaffirm it, yeah, but, but don't they ought to have they, to have don't it. Don't you think they have a little anger and a little chip on their shoulder now? In a way, no problem. In a way, don't you secretly like that? I mean, you'd no, rather be one no, than one. I, I, I flat that. out love it. <laughs> I, I show up every day with a chip on my shoulder. Yes, you do. And so I want them. Yeah, I think everyone should have it. Well, they got it now for sure. That's a great motivator. They might have had it anyway, though. But I. But they ought to have more of it now. Okay, I can buy what you're saying, but I believe that they should enter the arena tomorrow full of confidence. Yes, irregardless. And a little. And if you want to add a little <laughs> dose, um, that's a fine. Little yeah. Although I don't know why they would be. Because people are picking against them and they're on social media and they see that because they lost game one because they feel like they're 
playing with one hand tied behind the back. But I don't back. think that there would be any less or more if they were up 1-0. The, the folks who were picking the... That's still that, that part of the storyline. That part of the storyline is the same. Yes. But if you want to add to it, and you think so, and it helps them, I can see it. I also don't think they need it, because I don't think that people are picking them anyway. And, and, and it's, to me... It's stupid if a team loses by three without its best offensive player for somebody to be running around saying, See, I told you. <laughs> that seems no. way too premature. No, to do it would that. be more, Who do I know in Salt Lake? Let's reach out to them. What the heck is going on there? What do you know? What can you tell us? Like you got last night. Yeah, but that's particular to the to the Mitchell issue as opposed to the team. But if you're thinking that, Oh my gosh, see, I told you. I think that's 100% premature evaluation. All right, DJ and PK, stay with us. More of this coming up. we got more of your reaction on the way. Mike Smith, jazz analyst at 8.30 right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. One other note from the Mitchell thing. We need to get to this next. Uh, doesn't have anything to do with him playing or not playing, but kind of his take on Game 1 and uh, what they need to fix for Game 2. We'll get to that coming up next. Stay with us, DJ and PK. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. This was the perfect storm for Memphis. They had this incredible, momentous win against Golden State that gave them all types of energy. Brooks, Morant, the whole crew, they're young. They don't even realize what they're a part of right now. They're just running on adrenaline. They're happy to be there, and they're playing on house money. They shouldn't even have been in the playoffs. They played in to be into the playoffs, and they're playing on house money, and they're playing like it right now. They're a little wild. They're a little loose. They're very free, and they're doing some great things. But just understand that Donovan will come back, and Donovan Mitchell can get going and boost that energy on the court. Hanson Scotting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. When we turn the ball over seven, 17 times, 16 times, you're playing into that, you know, and I think that's, uh, you know, kind of they feed off that. They feed off that energy and, and, and hats off to them for being energetic and continuously going out there on every possession. But, you know, for us, we got to stay sharp mentally. It's nothing we haven't seen before. We just got to go out there and execute. I don't think we did that to our best of our capabilities last night. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Christian Roberts Mortgage. If you're going to work with an expert for your next home loan, you need to connect with the most referred lender in Utah, Christian Roberts Mortgage. They specialize in jumbo loans. Donovan Mitchell talking turnovers, PK. He's going to help fix that. He thinks that was a problem in game one. Did you think of me? Yeah, I, I love that. You you can hold a grudge with the best of them. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. And How are you? And that's because somebody from the Jazz got with Locke and said, what are they talking about turnovers for? Uh, blah, and then Donovan, blah, blah, blah. unprompted, started talking about turnovers. So you were right. That That's the whole essence. Let's get to the point here. I do want to get to that point because I enjoy that point. But I got to say, I didn't think turnovers... Although the, obviously the turnovers I weren't good early. in the first I quarter, they were significant. There were eight turnovers, and they still led by seven after one quarter. They mm, weathered they that led storm. by seventeen. There is that. You got me there. <laughs> so yeah, don't be sloppy with the ball. Turnovers, not all of them are created equal by any stretch. True story. So my thing is, don't be sloppy with the ball. And That's Quint, the way yeah. it goes. And Quinn thought there was some sloppiness with yeah. the ball that did not lead to turnovers late in the game. Not hitting guys who were open for a shot in rhythm. 
making them catch a, a, a poor pass that took them out of their shooting rhythm. And so that's, that's being sloppy with the ball, but it doesn't end up in the turnover category. But it's not crisp either. Okay, sure. I can, I can live with, not live with it, but I can understand what you're saying. Yeah. Be crisp. Because when this team is crisp, we see it. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's you, you feel it. You feel it. You see it and you feel it. Yeah. And they get on rolls and then the 10-0 run and then Locke's got the stat on how rarely they lose. And they finally did have a 10-0 run and lost a game, but uh, the record's outstanding when they get on those kind of rolls. Yeah. So that's what they didn't have. They never really had that. Now, I give them credit for battling back. They were down by 18, right? And obviously they made it literally a one-possession game at the end. But even at the end, they weren't crisp. I mean, they had an opportunity to really put the pressure on. You know, when they got it down to one possession, uh, time was running out. And with uh, two minutes to go and it's a one-possession game, there's plenty of time. And they had opportunities. I know Conley missed a three uh, in front of the, by the Jazz back bench. Back-to-back threes. In yeah. Effect. And so they weren't crisp. It's going to happen. I suspect, and I hope, six weeks from now, we're going to talk about a loss that they had in which they weren't crisp. That means they're still playing in six weeks and they've won two playoff series yeah. if you see what PK's getting out yeah, there. exactly. And I think that, that those things are going to happen. That's just the way it is. I mean, they're not a complete, perfect team by any stretch. No one is. So we're going to see that. And we saw that from time to time in a regular season. But virtually every time, they bounce back. And that's what gives me a level of confidence, too, that they already have that confidence. They know full well that, man, they played maybe C-plus, maybe. And I'm not watching Memphis enough to know, but I think they probably played A, A A-plus. That was their A game. Certainly, I would think. You know, Brooks was an all-time game for him. Good, Good for him. He did it. That's great. I love his intensity. I love his passion uh, that he displays. I've got no problem with that. I appreciate that, man. I want to see it that these that this stuff really matters to these guys. And Brooks showed it, and Morant shows it, and uh, the, the the nucleus of the team. I love that. Uh, I love the effort that the the Grizzlies gave. Good for them, man. That's great. They're a young, developing team. And so, uh, and, and you talked about, I mean, uh, Taylor Jenkins talked about that after the game. You know, it's their progression that they're making as a young team, and that's, that's accurate. So that's cool to see from their perspective. But I think the Jazz full well know. I think that's where they're irritated. I don't necessarily know that they're irritated because somebody in New Hampshire says, aha, maybe, <laughs> maybe so. But I think that it's about themselves. And they, they know what they have and they know what they're capable of. And that's why when they, and probably a practice today, but specifically tomorrow, when they get to the arena, not for any shoot-around deal, but when they get to the arena for game time, man, it's got to be very, very serious. And at that point, nothing else matters. Time to welcome in Andrew Reinhardt, Wasatch Medical Clinic, back to talk about their breakthrough treatment for ED that doesn't involve a pill, injections, or surgery. And Andrew, I guess the question is, why are guys so hesitant to get this taken care of? Well, overall, there's a stigma around erectile dysfunction of, I'm a little embarrassed, and I think that stigma is really dangerous because it prevents treatment, Uh, the relationship suffers, the guy, of course, is impacted, his significant other, his partner, his spouse, impacted. So that's a dangerous thing. If you're out there struggling with ED, 
you really should realize how easy it is to get the acoustic wave therapy at Wasatch Medical. The average guy does a few 10-minute sessions. That's it. It opens up very gently the blood vessels. You'll notice more blood flow in the bedroom, where you want it, when you want it. You don't have to take a pill. And we've helped so many guys turn back the clock. So there's no reason to be embarrassed or hold back because the intimacy is such an important part of the relationship. So what are the top causes of ED? Because guys have to be asking themselves, why is this happening? Yeah, we do see, you know, diabetes, prostate issues, and some of those things over and over. But we also see totally healthy and younger guys. I think it's normal for our blood flow to decrease, our already tiny blood vessels to become clogged and restricted. So it's normal. And if you're struggling, it doesn't mean there's necessarily anything wrong with you. So you got a special offer right now for guys who want to uh, give this a try. Save them some money. We do. And we know guys are hesitant like we talked about. So call us right now. You can do the consultation exam and even the blood flow ultrasound with our doctor at no charge. And you may say at that point, see ya, I never want to do treatments. That's okay. We'll give you a little gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom as a thank you. You'll love it. And it's the first step in getting the relationship back on track, getting rid of the ED. Uh, Call us. It's all no charge. You can call 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic at 801-901-8000. Andrew, I have that special offer for you right now at 801-901-8000. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys.